This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach, heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, the show that helps you find and follow your bliss. I'm Judy Liebrach, and one of the things that I really love about this show is meeting people who can really help you find and follow your bliss, and sometimes in ways you'd never imagined. And today, we're going to meet a woman who will help you access your greatest source of power, inner wisdom, and intuitive guidance. So let's all take a deep breath right here, right in, and breathe out. And I just ask you to stay open because we have a very esteemed guest here today, and her name is Marianne DeMarco. And she's the author of a fascinating book, and I have it right here with all my notes in it, called Medium Mentor. 10 Powerful Techniques to Awaken Divine Guidance for Yourself and Others. And you know when they say you had me at hello? (laughs) Well, that's how I felt when I read the intro written by fellow author Gabrielle Bernstein, who wrote the book, The Universe Has Your Back. And the minute I read about Marianne's meeting with Gabrielle backstage at the Dr. Oz show, I was hooked. The book is so readable and so compelling. And it's not surprising that Marianne DeMarco is an internationally recognized psychic medium, a healer, and a spiritual teacher who helps guide people to connect more deeply to their soul's innate abilities, helping them to enhance their everyday life and serve others. And I always say service is such a huge part of finding your bliss. Her deep wisdom comes through as she teaches people to create their own approach to intuition and to not be afraid of it, but just to welcome it. So think about that. She is a healer, a spiritual teacher. She's also the author of the book, Believe, Ask, Act. And she's been featured on numerous media platforms such as the New York Times, the Dr. Oz Show, Women's Health, and Elle Magazine. And she's also appeared on one of my favorite person's podcast, and that's Maria Menounos, Better (laughs) Together. And she's been a speaker at Gabrielle Bernstein's Masterclass events. And Marianne offers validating and positive one-on-one sessions, powerful group readings, workshops, and individual mentorship for developing psychics. I think I might be one. And we're so happy to have her here today. Marianne, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. My goodness, what a lovely (laughs) intro. Thank you so much for having me. And might I say, your voice is velvety. I absolutely (laughs) love it. I feel like I can meditate to the vibration (laughs) of your voice. It's lovely. Thank you, Marianne. So what a compliment coming from you. (laughs) Congratulations on your beautiful book, Medium Mentor. What I loved when I read your story is that this all began when you were only five years old, when you learned how to meditate. And that in itself kind of blew me away. So I'd love to start there. Can you tell me about your mother and how and why really she introduced you to meditation at such a young age? My mom, thank you. I mean, I was trying to learn how to meditate at five. I don't know if I knew what I was doing, but my mom was really in a space in her life where she was coming into her own spiritual awakening and really trying to understand uh, what her own 
psychic abilities meant or her own energy meant. And so she started to go get really dive into the metaphysical and she took me along for the ride. And so I would go to meditation classes with her and I was chanting and oming and really getting into the vibration of what was going on and and i struggling to see my third eye you know judy i thought what is that that they're talking about and my mom started to teach me about ascended masters and validating my visits or dreams from loved ones and vibration that i might have felt and she really what she didn't do was ask me to perform, which was lovely. But what she did do was she just validated it for me and uh, made it very normal. So I heard about psychics coming to the home or just about my own energy and the fact that we can connect to the other side if we choose my whole life. I just didn't know how to do it. Yes, I didn't know how to do it. And so I really yearned for that knowledge for a lot of years of my life. It wasn't really until you were 30 years old that you said through many life circumstances and some grief and some loss that you actually said, okay, I can't ignore this any longer. Can you tell us a little bit more about that journey and how that all evolved? Yeah, I was a young mom. I had two little children and I found myself in the middle of a divorce. And Mm -hmm. uh, amongst that divorce, we experienced terrible grief. I lost my father-in-law, whom I was very close Mm -hmm. with. So it's really Mm -hmm. dismantling time in my life. And and, uh, I had gone through a lot uh, physically, mentally, emotionally. And I had a friend of mine who made an appointment with a well-known psychic, but she had made the appointment wrong and I couldn't go, but it was right. Because I wound up in the hands of this spiritual teacher instead. And I thought she was a medium. Her name was Pat Longo and she's lovely. And I said, uh, you know, should I bring something of my loved one? I thought she was going to do a reading. And she said, oh, I'm not a medium. I'm a spiritual teacher. I teach people how to do this, how to be mediums and psychics. And really kind of robotically, I out loud said to her, oh, I'm supposed to see you now. Wow. And uh, yeah, and I, I started taking her classes that week and I had a spiritual healing with her, which was absolutely amazing. And I was able to see my father-in-law in in full apparition, uh, tell me that I was ready now and to make that connection. And I decided to say yes to that. And I started going to her classes and just within a couple of weeks, I was reading because I had been sort of training for it my whole life. And she really put it into perspective of just what it feels like or how it sounds, or, you know, and, and I let go of my expectations of what I thought it was and leaned into what she was teaching me. And it was life-changing. Wow. Did it ever scare you having this ability, having this innate psychic ability, which I think you probably had, because I think a friend of your mom's noticed that you had this when you were a very young child, but it sounds like it took you many years to actually embrace it. Yeah, she had gone to a psychic, actually. She went to John Edward, um, well-known psychic, when he was just a, a young guy working in his mom's house. And he said to her, um, you know, your daughter is psychic. She just doesn't know how to use it. And I remember saying to her, yeah, I know. <laughs> when, you know I was probably about like 17 or something at the time. And I was like, well, hello, how, can, he te- can this guy teach me? You know? <laughs> so he just confirmed what I knew. And was I afraid of it? No. Uh, I had seen some pretty scary things because I didn't know about boundaries and spirit was really trying to get my attention. Yes. So yes, I, I did once see a pretty heavy energy that kind of scared the bejesus out of me as a kid. <laughs> but I realized that I was meant to see those things because I learned about how to have boundaries with this energy, uh, what I would let in and what I won't let in. And these were all learning lessons that I just use in my practice. 
practice today, all very valuable lessons. So no, I, I never carried extreme fear. I might've had that one extreme moment of fear. When's your birthday? I'm a Pisces, uh, February 26th. Oh, I am too. March yeah, 9th. I, wow, yeah, yeah. wow, that's so very you, cool. That's very cool. Feeling it, my Pisces sister. You know what this <laughs> Pisces is. sisterhood thing happening. That's so nice. Yeah. I love this story. And I know it's early on in the book where you talk about being in a huge crowd of people. Mm-hmm. And this word pizza came into your head <laughs> louder and louder and louder. And you walked over to a table and I'll let you tell the rest of the story, but it is fascinating. Yeah, I, I was doing a fundraiser and I had a, about maybe 200 people in the room, all waiting, wanting to hear their loved ones. And for me, it's not just the people in the room, it's their loved ones too. So that's a lot of chatter. And one energy just decided to get my attention, of course, with the word pizza. <laughs> Why that's definitely going to get my attention. I and then I could taste it and I could smell it and I got what's called that kind of psychic pull. I started to focus on this one particular table and I kept saying, you know, you people must really love pizza because this guy is just talking about pizza and the family owned a bunch of pizza restaurants along with their deceased loved one that uh, was trying to get through to me. And I knew I was at the right table and I knew it was time for he and I to get to work and start delivering messages. And it's fun that part of it. It's fascinating and it's fun. So I love a good spirit who can get my attention by giving me something I love. (laughs) That is so cool. That is so cool. So I know that some of our listeners are thinking when they hear words like spirits and guides and psychic medium, they think it might be a little Mm woo-woo. And you want people to know that having an intuitive gift does not make you crazy. And it doesn't have to be weird or woo-woo at all to have this ability. And it is an ability. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, we are all born with this innate ability. Every single one of us has access to our inner knowing, our psychic ability, and you can communicate with your loved ones that have passed over. Whether you choose to communicate with somebody else's loved ones would make you more of a medium, and that's something different. But in this book, I wanted to really get across for any budding psychic medium or for somebody who's really trying to look for uh, their own guidance within and their own Mm -hmm. guidance to take them through their life, their light within, that you are the light. We have this ability, every single one of us, we've just been taught to forget Mm -hmm. and make it authentically you. So for me, it's never been really wooey. It's never been something outside of myself. I, I often hear, wow, you look so normal. Like that's like, I'm thinking, well, I left my cape and my crystal ball in the car. You know, I don't really know what that looks like. But I realized um, early on that, yeah, there's this sort of stigma attached to it. And, and my hope is, and, and all the years that I've been doing this, is that we're able to sort of demystify it. And I think that that is what's starting to happen, that people are, are starting to realize just through my clients that I've been working with for so many years now, it's growing mm-hmm. and it's becoming less outside of them and something that they're really curious about. And for me and, and for the people that I work with in this field, that's really exciting. If there's someone that's listening right now that's wanting desperately to connect to a loved one in their life, what would be like a first baby step that you could take to achieve that? Talk to them. Talk to them. Believe that they are with you. It it always starts with the belief system. We must lean into the fact that they are in the next room, (laughs) that yes, they have moved on and they're in a probably far more wonderful place than here and that they are healed and that they are okay. And that they are not mad. They're not carrying any worldly woes with them. That they are free of all of those worldly woes. So we can let go of whatever it is that we think we have to still work on 
or uh, heal from or with them, or we worry about them. Let go of the worry, let go of the fear. And know with full belief that you can continue your relationship with them. Wow. In a new way, you just have to choose it. That's so comforting. Like that's such a comforting thought. Uh, you know, and I, I just think that it's such an incredible thing that you do. I love the title of the book as well, Medium Mentor, 10 Powerful Techniques to Awaken Divine Guidance for Yourself and Others. And I love that in the title, there's that word mentor, that you are mentoring people so they don't have to be alone on this journey to develop their intuition or their psychic gifts. And, you know, as I mentioned, when I think people get weary is when you talk about how to connect to souls on the other side. But it's so funny, as you just described it, it didn't seem uncomfortable at all. It's like, talk to them. You can continue your connection and that's the first step. And that just somehow seems so comforting and so wonderful. What inspired you and motivated you to write this book? I was meditating and I heard from my guides, let's wake them up. Hmm. Let's wake them up. Let's wake them up. And then often what happens is that I receive sort of repetitive themes repetitive questions through my students and the clients that I work with and the readings that I was doing. And a lot of people were saying to me, can you teach me how to do this? I know that I can do it. And I re was reminding me of myself at that young age yeah. going, can somebody just show me please? And so that's why I wrote the book. And in turn, the book then becomes medium mentor. Mm -hmm. The book is your mentor and wow. that you don't need a psychic medium, although I hope you do come to me if you'd like some extra guidance, but you don't necessarily need one for you to practice the tools in this book. And I wanted it to be really practical in that way. So that's why I wrote it. I wanted people to have access to something that felt really doable mm -hmm. and relatable. And I hope that that's what comes off the pages. It really does. Good. And you've you've actually presented 10 powerful techniques to help readers jumpstart. And I just love the one you just explained a moment yeah. ago, but to jumpstart their connection to the divine guidance that is always available to them when they want to connect with loved ones on the other side or just be supported in the everyday decisions that they make in their lives. And you offer readers some excellent strategies that unlock ways to ease stress and anxiety build confidence and facilitate meaningful personal and collective change. Can you elaborate a little more on this? Sure. We address things that were, have become uh, pillars of what holds us back. So disbelief in what our higher power may be or fear, doubt, huge parts of mm -hmm. what can hold us back. My favorite, the ego, ew, right? The ego can show up. And so what I tried to do along with my guides, because the book is channeled, is really get into simple and basic techniques to help you not suppress those things, not bypass them, but to work with them and wow. use them as your superpower. So when your ego shows up and tells you, you're not worthy of doing this, that's for Marianne. She's a psychic. What are you doing? You can say, oh, I see you over there, ego. Thanks for showing up because now <laughs> you're showing me that I have to answer with the spiritual practice that's in this book that I've been learning to negate what it is that you are saying. I'm going to step into my worthiness anyway. And you start to empower yourself and realize that doubt, fear, ego, these are things that the world is is giving us that we are surrounded by. It's part of the school that we are in, except we're answering with the tools that we're learning. Instead, we're not saying they're never going to show up again. Spirituality doesn't eradicate these things for us. But what we can do is just answer with our higher self and move into a higher vibration, which helps us take the lesson and hear the guidance with clarity. So we're, we're moving into our super ego, our elevated self, not our ego, which gets in the way and kind of disrupts our journey. Yes. You, 
you offer two practices in the book that you say can really help people. One of them is called cleansing and one of them is called grounding. Mm -hmm. And I love your meditation in the book on page 69, where you ask people to visualize the most comfortable and wonderful place you would ever want to be at. And in the meditation, you invite people with each breath to ascend a hill and you use all these colors. And we talked about this in the green room before, but if you were going to read it or if I was going to read it and you've asked me to read it, so thank you. I feel so honored. So I'm going to read this, everyone, because this is quite amazing stuff. This is on page 69 of Medium Mentor, 10 Powerful Techniques to Awaken Divine Guidance for Yourself and Others. And here it is. This is a visualization meditation, so make sure you are comfortable. Read the entire meditation before beginning or record yourself reading it aloud slowly and then play it back if it is easier to drop in this way. Begin by cleansing and grounding and then begin to envision a large hill in front of you. At the top of the hill is your temple. This temple can be as large or small, as ornate or simple as you would like it to be. Make it your own. Love that. Put simply, it's just the most comfortable and wonderful place you would ever imagine. And with each breath, you will ascend the hill. Take your first step up the hill towards the temple. And as you do, Allow yourself to experience the color red, whether through visualization or through a felt sense, and breathe deeply. This is very beautiful, by the way. Take a second step, allowing yourself to experience orange. I don't know if you can see all those colors in the back. The I colors wish the- of the chakras. <laughs> yeah, you're ascending the chakras. Yeah, it's so cool. Take a third step, experiencing yellow. Take a fourth step green. Check in with the breath here. You're halfway to the temple and it's important to breathe deeply here. So let's all breathe. Take a fifth step, blue, and take a sixth step, violet or indigo. See the temple in front of you. You're still breathing deeply and now you're nearly there And as you take the seventh step, allow all of the colors to fade into an iridescent golden white in front of you. Now you see your temple. I'm not going to continue because I want you guys to get this book and continue it. But can you tell us more about that beautiful visualization meditation? First of all, please do my audible because... voice is so soothing. <laughs> Though you. I wanted you to read it because I enjoy people experiencing it for themselves. I think feeling the words and reading the words coming off the page is really a testament to why I wrote this book. What's it going to feel like for you in that mm-hmm. moment? And the idea of being able to create your own temple, the reason why I wrote this is because people often say to me, I can't meet my guides. I don't know who my guides are. And I was taught a version of this uh, years ago, and I came up with my own. When you can create a space 
You are using your imagination, yes, but you're using that imagination as a frame of reference that your guides access anyway. So your part of your imagination is using your third eye, is the visualization that your guides are helping you create. Ascending through the chakras because we want to raise our vibration. And the other end of that meditation is coming down the mountain and regrounding ourselves. (laughs) But creating that space and having your own temple the way you want it to look, your guides might help you edit that, by the way, and I encourage people not to fight that. Let them show you. Gives you a sense of something tangible. You are a, a participant. Mm-hmm. And, and so, again, we go back to that it's not something outside of yourself, that this mm-hmm. is something that you create with your guides. You're on the team. I love and that's that. why it's one of my favorite meditations. And you could do a lot in that meditation of asking questions, what's your service, or just getting to know each other, looking at your soul contract. I mean, all kinds of fun things go on in my temple. I like all <laughs> <laughs> So, so great. I even love, there's something in the back of the book, you illustrated Lori's spiritual practice with an actual calendar of her entire week from Monday to Sunday and yeah. how she meditates. I just thought it was the coolest thing. Every morning, 5.30, meditating. Then at 6.30, she journals. Uh, We've had Julia Cameron on the show, so that really resonated. And then she does yoga. It just sounds like the most glorious life. I want to do it. Lori's got it on. She's got it going on, Lori. Yeah. Oh, man. She's like your ultimate spiritualist. Yep. How Mm -hmm. did Lori's spiritual practice develop? Were you part of that whole journey? Because it just sounds like, Wow. Well, the difference between Lori's and others that I do in the book is that we're all, our, our schedules can be so varied. And although we release everything to divine timing, when we create a schedule, we are incorporating our self-care into our life. Mm-hmm. So just like if you are very busy and you're picking up the kids and you have a job and you're running around, if you had to put on your schedule that you had time to do breath work in the morning, and maybe that breath work took maybe five minutes, you then have honored your spiritual practice. Yes. So you can yes. be Lori or somebody else. It doesn't really matter. What do you need it to look like in order to stay consistent? And don't try and be like Lori, unless you are. Be like <laughs> you. Be like you and let it work for you. And so I found that the schedule, giving the schedule to my mentor students and my clients is really freeing. Wow. And there's something about it that just made me think, wow, this is really possible. I can't also do Lori's schedule because of my busy schedule, but certainly you can breathe every morning for two Mm -hmm. to five minutes even, and you can do a little 15 minute meditation and you can actually block it into your day because it's just as important as an interview or as a workout, right? It's, it's your inner, your inner 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 work, you know, and, and it's just beautiful stuff. I just want to ask you, because in the book, you mentioned this and just for listeners who might, uh, who I I hope are going to get this book and in fact, get one for a friend too, because what a beautiful gift to give someone. What is a light worker? A light worker is, my definition is really anybody who is leaning into their spirituality, learning about why they're doing that, learning their own lessons in life, and then giving that over to others and teaching it and giving that gift over to others. It's very freeing to see it that way. It doesn't mean you have to be a psychic medium. It just means that you're taking what has served you best and you're sharing it with others through love and through light, even your pain. Even things that feel heavier, it's not always something that's up here in our vibration. Right, right. It is something that is saying, here's what I've experienced. Here's what's helped me. And I wish you well on your journey. And I hope that that has served you. I I just like, I adore that because I mean, that's what this program is really all about. It's about bliss. And my whole thing is, 
when you're serving others, utilizing your unique gifts and lessons and expertise like you have with others in order to make the world a better place, you can't help not only become enlightened, but be happier. And you're doing beautiful work in the world. I love that work, Lightworker. Wow. You say the first technique to help channel the universe's energy is to get the ego in check. Mm. And you also talk about the six ways that the spirit communicates with us through our senses. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. The ego will show up and tell you that you're, like I said, you're not worthy of doing this. And people think the ego is really more about bravado, but it's actually not. It's more about giving you that doubt or uh, playing to your fears that, just, it's like that little nudger, isn't it? You know, <laughs> knows your triggers and likes to come in and mess with you. When you lean into your clairs, clairvoyancy, claircognizance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and I talk about all the clairs in the book and explain what they do. You then open up your scope to receiving messages and guidance in many different ways. So a lot of people think, oh, I'm supposed to hear spirit, but what if you feel spirit? Mm-hmm. A lot of people think, oh, I don't know what my intuition is, or I don't hear my inner knowing, but isn't that claircognizance? I knew I should have done that. Isn't hindsight one of the best ways to recognize what your inner knowing sounds like? Thought mm-hmm. I should have taken that job, or I knew that person wasn't for me, and I said yes anyway. It's when <laughs> we, it's our loud mind that gets in the way. So paying attention to all of those clairs and acknowledging the ego puts you to it in a state of flow instead of resistance, instead mm-hmm. of forcing something to happen. We know that when we're in our flow, we're fully trusting our clairs, our intuition, and our ego is in check. I think this is even such great advice for performers. I have a daughter who's a a musical theater performer, a singer, an actor. But I'm thinking just for performers in general to just let go and Mm. trust the universe to unfold as it should. And, And I think this kind of work can even help with that. Yes. When you surrender, you're, you're sort of surrendering over. We've talked about that belief system, right? There is something blind faith ish about all of this. But when you surrender over to it, the validation that you receive from the universe, Judy, is undeniable. And that's when it really kind of gets magical. You know, Uh. when you're like, and I've often said to my guides, now you're just showing off because the way (laughs) they show up, you're like, you've got to be kidding me. Like you can't make this stuff up. And then you'll never go back because it becomes instinctual. And anything Uh. else outside of that feels uncomfortable. Oh, it's just fabulous. You say in the book that delivery is one of the most crucial parts of developing our psychic abilities. How so? Care, concern, and compassion. Delivering messages to other people is a responsibility that I do not take lightly. And whether you're giving advice as a friend, as a family member, as just Mm -hmm. a human being, or if you're being a psychic medium in your life and you're walking that walk, You want to make very sure that you have trained yourself to deliver messages that serve. Are they for the greater good? Are they for the highest good of all concerned? Because you can really put somebody in a mood or scare them if you deliver irresponsibly. So learn how to do that. You have spoken with many loved ones on the other side. What messages do they most commonly communicate to you? Uh, That's a great question. Thanks for asking that question. I am well. I am healed. We are here for you. I am well. I am healed. We are here for you. Repetitive. Tell them not to worry. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tell them to live their lives and have fun doing it. And don't worry about what I would think. 
Nice. Free yourself from judgment. Free yourself from fear, judgment, and doubt, and be you and celebrate that. That is, I've been doing this for 13 years. That is, has been the con- most consistent message over and over and over again that they are okay and that they are here for us. And they just want us to feel our joy and our happiness. That makes me want to cry. I love that. That's that beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. Oh, just incredible. Accountability. What does that mean in terms of psychic development? Are you doing your due diligence? Are you allowing your free will and your ego to dictate your decisions? Mm -hmm. Are you grounding and protecting and stating your boundaries to spirit? You have to be accountable in your practice. So if you don't want to experience certain things like heavier images, whatever that may look like for you, then you must state your boundaries with spirit. I tell people, you know, I think I say in the book, people pleasers beware, people pleasers (laughs) watch out because once you start being accountable for your own actions, you start to set boundaries in your personal life and in your spiritual life as well. And it's very empowering. Oh, it's just incredible. I talked off the top of the show about your instant connection with Gabrielle Bernstein when you met each other on the Dr. Oz show. Can you tell us more about that connection and friendship and what evolved from that first meeting? It's a great question. Thank you. Uh, Gabby is one of my closest friends. I absolutely adore Gabby. And I went on the Dr. Oz show under a lot of stress. I had never done live TV before, and I was supposed to go on with um, mediums, other psychics that I actually knew. And I was really comforted by that. And at the last minute, they changed it and put me with Gabby, who I did not know. And I was really in a massive ego moment. I was kind of freaking out and thinking I'm not worthy and all this lovely stuff. And I wound up meeting her and our our connection was instant. Uh, I looked right at her and I thought, oh, thank you guides. Now I understand. (laughs) Now I get it. And I sat behind stage and we just got into a really open conversation about energy. I asked her if it was okay if I gave her some messages. She was like, absolutely. And I started reading things about how she was carrying energy physically and what she was experiencing in her life. And Mm. we've never looked back since. Ah, that's so fabulous. How can we integrate divine guidance into our everyday life just for the average person Mm -hmm. who wants to do that? Gratitude. Yes. Every single day, say gratitude to your higher power, Uh, forgiveness of self and forgiveness of others. Let go, surrender, play devil's advocate in your life. Look at other people's storyline before you react. Mm -hmm. Take a deep breath, lead with love very simple techniques that they they sound very simple, but they take some practice. Gratitude is probably the easiest. Uh, And whatever that higher power looks like to you, again, it could look like anything. Learn for yourself what resonates with you most and create your spiritual practice around that. And I find that every morning waking up, being grateful for what I have and giving light and love to others that I think need it uh, is a beautiful way to pay it forward. I love that. Would that be the sort of the thing that you most want readers to take away from your book, Medium Mentor? I think that's part of it. What I want them to really take away is the understanding that they are the light, that the light is not something outside of them. Wow. That if we are part of this universe, then we in turn have access to the energy of the universe. (laughs) And that if we envision it as a beautiful infinity symbol between us and quote unquote them, then we know that we are in constant connection and please access that and choose it. That is really my hope because it's so powerful and it's so life-changing and you would be amazed at what you can do in so many chapters of your life when you use that type of practice. What is bliss for Marianne DeMarco? Oh, bliss is spirituality, 
my motherhood, my family, uh, waking up content every day without feeling like I have to go chase something in the world. Just being very content living in the now, I have found at this age uh, to be my bliss, <laughs> to be my bliss. That's so lovely. What is the best way for people to contact you and connect with you on social media and mostly to get a copy of this wonderful book? Thanks, you. Yeah, on social media, I am Marian, uh, Marian the Medium, actually, on Instagram and Facebook. And you can go to my website at com. And there's links to everything I'm doing in the book as well. That's so awesome. So you can visit Marianne online at M-A-R-Y-A-N-N DeMarco, D-I-M-A-R-C-O.com. And of course, the book is Medium Mentor, 10 Powerful Techniques to Awaken Divine Guidance for Yourself and Others. This has been very lovely to talk to. I sort of have the chills. I, I've just loved every moment. And I thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I am so grateful for your energy and for you sharing this information with your listeners. I'm truly honored. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. We're going to go on a short commercial break. And when we come back, we'll hear the gorgeous music of Rachel McGarry and all about what's new at her fabulous yoga studio, Sanctuary, both online and in person. Be right back after this short break. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio AM 740 FM 96.7. And we're now joined again by Rachel McGarry. She's back on the program. We're delighted to have her. And for those of you who don't remember her past episode, she is a yoga teacher and a devotional chant artist. And by the way, all of her gorgeous music is available on Spotify. You've got to check this out because it just is so relaxing and so beautiful. And Rachel is also the founder of Sanctuary, a beautiful yoga studio, and she believes that rest is medicine, and she's excited to share this message and inspire more peace in people's lives through restorative yoga and devotional singing. And several years ago, she felt this inner knowing calling her to completely transform her life by leaving behind her job and city so that she could fully follow her passion. So talk about the best person to talk about finding your bliss. And that's what originally brought her to the show through her mom, who's lovely. And uh, so Rachel's a dedicated yoga practitioner. She's a teacher. And her yoga practice led her on the devotional path, chanting Sanskrit mantras of the bhakti yoga tradition. And soon after, she released her first album, Songs for Shavasana. And if you go back into our podcast episodes at findingyourbliss.com slash radio, you can hear this beautiful loving kindness meditation, gorgeous song that she sang on our first show. And she's going to be singing another song and singing us out of the show today. 
she released her first album at 49. So guys, dreams have no expiration date. Best line ever. Dreams are not a carton of milk. They never, ever expire. And and uh, really, Rachel is a perfect example of that. So as owner of the wellness company Sanctuary, Rachel promotes well-being through the practice of deep rest. Pre-recorded yoga classes, devotional chanting, and guided meditations are all available through her online Sanctuary Yoga membership. And these practices provide a variety of opportunities to experience rest as medicine by calming the mind, relaxing the body, and soothing the spirit. And whenever life starts to feel stressful, many times during the day that occurs, or out of balance, members can turn to these tools to return to that and this place of peace. Also, Rachel McGarry, as I mentioned, is going to be singing us out today with a gorgeous song from her album, Songs for Shavasana. And as mentioned, you can also listen to her beautiful music on Spotify. Rachel, welcome back again to Finding Your Bliss. It's so great to have you here. Oh, it's great to be here, Judy. Thank you for having me back. We really wanted to have you back on the show for a long time, as you know, and and I'm so happy that we can make that happen. But we also thought today would be a great time because we came across one of your beautiful songs, one with the goddess from your album, Songs for Shavasana, and we wanted to have you sing us out of the show today. So that's coming up very soon, but there's so much to catch up on. And I was thinking the other day, and this is, I think, why I reached out to you, that people are really needing yoga and meditation these days just to recalibrate. We're exhausted. We're still in the pandemic. I don't know if it's called the pandemic anymore or an endemic, but we're still well into it, ongoing. And I think that I always talk about, you know, do your 10,000 steps a day and drink your two to three liters of water a day and all this stuff, which I've been doing and it's been wonderful. But we've got to find time. And sometimes you aren't able to actually go to a studio, but you all can find some time to just go online and do a beautiful class. And the class that caught my mind, and I can't wait to take it, is your restorative bliss yoga class. Just the name of that is enough to make us feel relaxed and restored. Can you tell us about restorative bliss yoga? Mm, Yes. Restorative bliss is a two-hour well, this one's an actually two-hour in-person sinking into restorative poses that we hold for quite a long period of time. And while people are in these poses, I sing to them. So it's this amazing combination of live music, restorative yoga, meditation, and breath to help us to just sink deep into rest. You know, I've, I've said this many times, you've heard me say it before, rest is medicine. And I think that that is what's sorely needed right now. And it is the it is the medicine for exhaustion. And we're exhausted. We're, we're all exhausted. And you say there's a way to weave moments of rest throughout your day. If you don't have huge chunks of time, can you give us some examples of how we can achieve that? Oh, absolutely. I think that's where we get creative. Like, would I love to have a two-hour yoga practice every day? Absolutely. But realistically, for most people, that is not an option. So... What we can do is look for what I call rest spots throughout the day. It's just a place where we can take a little pause and insert a little moment in our busy life to tune in, to calm down, to just really feel more present in the moment of our lives. So that could be, I remember I had one student the other week tell me that they couldn't 
keep going to the regular yoga classes in person every week because she's all of a sudden become the Uber driver for her kids. <laughs> so I thought, well, instead of coming to class, why not do a 10 minute meditation while you're waiting for your children's soccer practice to end? Or why not while we're waiting in line at the grocery store to just breathe, do a breath practice until we get to the cashier. Like there's ways to find these little rest moments in our day. Um, that can help us to balance our energy, that can help us to come into presence. And one of my favorite practices is what I call the bare minimum. And so the rules for the bare minimum are that it must take less than 10 minutes, that mm. it's something you can commit to every morning, and that it can be the same or different every day, depending on what you need, what you feel. It could be a little movement, could be chanting, could be a meditation or yoga, um, could be pulling an oracle card or journaling, but just that you have 10 minutes that you safeguard. That's the bare minimum. And I think when we start our day with a practice like the bare minimum, it means we're starting this day from an empowered place that's connected mm -hmm. to our own self. And so when we start our day from this intentional place, we're more likely to stay in balance throughout the day when things get thrown at us and, you know, schedules are delayed or, you know, different upsets happen in our day that we can stay and come back to this place of calmness, of peace, of intention, of presence, simply because we took yeah. a few minutes in the morning. Mm. Lovely. Mm. You know, you were talking about in the car on the way, you know, when the mother is the Uber driver, which I can relate to so much. And I'm also thinking about the grocery line at the supermarket and all those places where we are. But I'm even thinking right here in the middle of this radio show is a perfect <laughs> opportunity for a little breath practice. Would you like to lead us in one for our listeners so they can just get a great taste of what they mm. are in for how beautiful this is? I would love to, Judy. So the practice that I'd like to share today is called recalibration breath. And it's a favorite of mine. It's one of the ones in the membership. It's just maybe five or six minutes long. It's one we can do anywhere, anytime. And so what it involves is a deep inhale and a long, slow exhale as if we're blowing out through a straw. So inhaling through the nose, exhaling out the mouth as if we're blowing through a straw. And what this practice will do is it can activate our parasympathetic nervous system, which helps us to relax, which helps us to balance. So let's try a few breaths together, coming to a comfortable seated position, nice long spine. Taking a nice deep inhale through the nose. Long, slow exhale out the mouth as if you're blowing through a straw. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through straw. Inhaling through the nose. Long, slow exhale through the straw when you're ready. Continuing in your rhythm of breath, inhaling. And exhaling out the mouth through the straw. Exaggerating the length of that exhale, inhaling through the nose, exhaling. Let's take one more breath, inhaling through the nose. Long, slow inhale, long, slow exhale. Pausing for a moment, coming back to your natural breath. Just noticing what you notice. 
When you're ready, slowly opening your eyes. Wow. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. That short breath practice just changed my whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Do you see it? Yeah, I can. It was, it was like one minute. So sometimes we think that when we commit to a yoga practice that it has to be long and then it becomes a, a chore or a task, right? Mm-hmm. But when we can realize that it can be one minute here and there throughout our day that can really bring us back to this place of presence and centeredness, it becomes accessible for everybody. How do people log on to the website and join and get a membership to Sanctuary? How do they do that? Mm-hmm. So they come over to um, www.sanctuary.is and you just can click on the membership and sign up. And this could be for the online yoga, Sanctuary Yoga membership, or you can look for my in-person offerings under classes and events as well. Mm-hmm. I love these restorative bliss classes and all of the other ones that you offer in your beautiful program. There's even a few sing you to sleep restorative classes. Can you just tell us, just run us through some of the menu of the wonderful things that you are offering? Well, the things that are in the online yoga membership, there's a video library that has videos, all different kinds of videos from five minutes to 75 minutes of all different kinds of things, all yoga. So it could be sing you to sleep restorative, could be a a five minute breath practice, could be a meditation or chant practice. So that's in the yoga membership. And then in-person offerings, I do beautiful, small kind of semi-private boutique style um, restorative bliss, which might be two or two and a half hours of a deep rest, deep nourishing. And sometimes I collaborate with others to do offerings with therapeutic touch and Reiki, as well as the live music mantra. And I have a couple of kirtans that are coming up this month that I'm excited to be in person against chanting with other people, which is amazing. So those two are both in London. So if you're in the area, check it out on, at sanctuary.is. I'd be happy to see you there. That's so amazing. I'm so excited. I, I want to take that restorative bliss class. Just very briefly, can you tell us what happens in the one hour online restorative bliss class? I just love that title. Mm-hmm. Well, the one hour restorative classes online are a, a gentle warm up breath practice and then sinking into several restorative poses that we hold for five to 10 minutes each. And while you're holding the pose, I sing to you. <laughs> so it's this, wow. I lullaby you. <laughs> so it's wow. a great way. And doing it online is great because you can come in your pajamas. You can roll right into bed afterwards. It's a very calming and soothing and grounding practice. I love that. I'm so, I'm actually going to do it. I, I don't know if you're going to be able to tell that I've done it, but I'm going to do it in the next 24 hours because I need that class so badly. We're going to go on a short commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to hear Rachel McGarry's gorgeous song, One with the Goddess from her album, Songs from Shavasana. We'll be right back after this short break. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. 
Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. The thoughts and opinions expressed on Finding Your Bliss belong solely to the host and guests on her show. We are back and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio AM 740. And I'm here with yoga teacher and chant artist Rachel McGarry. And Rachel, I'm so excited to share your song, One with the Goddess, produced by Chris Gartner and featuring Chris on guitar. It's about embracing our natures as being fully human and fully divine. And it's a beautiful way to bring rest into your day by bringing your full attention to a piece of music. And you can just get comfortable and simply listen. And again, I really encourage you all to check out Spotify, Rachel McGarry. Her music is gorgeous. Let's have a listen to One with the Goddess. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. If you'd like to hear this artist's music, you can find the link to our Finding Your Bliss SoundCloud in the episode description. Wow. That is so beautiful. I mean, I know how beautiful it is because I've heard it. That's what made me call you again. But, oh, I just, I could hear it a million times. It's just gorgeous. And you also have a new album, Rachel, coming out called She Rises, honoring the divine feminine in her many forms, healing our relationship with the feminine and our own feminine nature, regardless of gender. When is the album coming out and how can people get it? Well, I've just began the recording process, so it's a long process for me. I, I, I enjoy it so much that I don't want to get it over within three weeks, so I, I tend to extend the process, the recording and editing and mastering and all the things that go into it. So um, the release will be January 2023, but if you want to wow. follow me on Spotify, you'll be the first to know when the first singles get released for the album. But yes, I'm really excited, and I just... I love it so much. This is what I made for. <laughs> this is your bliss. I mean, your bliss My is God. is the yoga and the meditation, but it's also the singing. And you've you've really stitched it all together and blended it all together. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing thing to do. This is also the perfect time to tell you all that thanks to you, Rachel, your yoga studio sanctuary, you are generously sponsoring a fabulous giveaway valued at $264 for a one-year sanctuary membership. And the sanctuary membership allows you to experience a whole mind body spirit connection that weaves breath and music and mantra with physical yoga postures and singing and there's no question i know this that a pathway to finding your bliss is to receive the benefits of a regular yoga practice a calmer clearer mind a relaxed rested body these are all your words improved health and vitality and a greater connection with your own intuition and inner wisdom and just more joy more joyful living and more peace of mind so even if you don't win guys but you want to find some more rest in your day, join the Sanctuary Online Membership for yoga practices that really will calm your mind, relax your body, and soothe your soul. I noticed that happened to me in one minute from that (laughs) one-minute breath practice. It's amazing. And uh, you also have a newsletter that people can subscribe to. Can you tell us about that? So the newsletter is a a sacred space of connection and inspiration. It's this place where I can connect with 
all the people that are involved with my membership, all the people that are interested in the work that I'm doing, and send them a little love every week. Lovely. If you sign up for the newsletter on my website, you actually get a free one-month membership with the online yoga. So if you're awesome. interested to subscribe and check out the yoga membership at the same time, that would be lovely. That's so awesome. Yeah. And again, this wonderful one-year membership valued at $264 has been very graciously donated by Rachel McGarry. And all you have to do to get in on this is just go to at the bliss minute on Instagram and go to Rachel's uh, Instagram handle, which is sanctuary, S-A-N-C-T-U-A-R-Y underscore is I-S. And uh, just tag two friends, follow a sanctuary underscore is and at the bliss minute and you will be considered you will be one of the entrants in the contest to win this fabulous one-year membership and i'm going to ask you the question that i always ask you what is bliss for rachel mcgarry these days oh my gosh well i'm in writing process so bliss for me in the recording process is just being a hundred percent in the moment seeing my heart out <laughs> Yes, I love that. Well, I think it's our bliss too to hear you singing your heart out. So it's it's a two-way thing. What is the best way for people to contact you and connect with you on social media? You can follow me on uh, Instagram and Facebook at sanctuary underscore AS or follow me on Spotify under my name, Rachel McGarry. That's amazing. Well, we look forward to your album. You will come back, I hope, when the new album comes out in January to Absolutely. tell us all about that. Absolutely. That would be awesome. So each week we spotlight a singer-songwriter, someone like Rachel McGarry, who is a chant artist and a wonderful yoga practitioner as well. But that's where this all happens. It starts with a singer-songwriter. So if you're a singer, please write to us at music at findingyourbliss.com. We also feature many celebrities and authors and just fascinating people, mindfulness experts, meditation people, or really anybody who has found and is following their bliss. We really would love to hear from you. You can also write to us at FYB at findingyourbliss.com. I'm also a life coach. I'm actually going back to school for some more advanced training in my coaching, which is really my bliss. And so let me know. You can reach out and contact me at findingyourbliss.com slash coaching. I'm also on Insight Timer, the number one free meditation app. All you have to do is search up Judy Liebrach. And of course, you can follow us at The Bliss Minute on Instagram, and Facebook. I would like to thank our wonderful guests for being on the show today. Thank you to Marianne DeMarco and Rachel McGarry. And a big thank you to Mag Ruffman, Siobhan Kylie, Associate Producer and Audio Engineer, Naira Amani, Senior Editor, Lauren Kaminsky, Video Editors, Beatrice Pardal and Fran Coviello, Audio Producer, Faz Kazi, and everyone here at Zoomer. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center. We're going to close out the show today with a short quote from Marianne DeMarco's wonderful book, Medium Mentor, and here it is. The truth is that those simple things like joy, light, and love can move mountains. The reason for this is that connecting with positivity raises our vibration. We summon the light, and by doing so, we connect with others doing the same. This amplifies the positivity on the planet. For everyone here, I'm Judy Liebrach, reminding you all to take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air. 
and The Garden Show.